From Bay Watchin, the helicopterin, Assistant Professor Umberto Saetti has spent a lifetime falling in love with America. So get your ears on if you want to learn more about this Ferrari fixating Italian stallion and Huey <laughs> wants to be as an aerospace engineer. Aquila de Guerra. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Well, hello, loyal listeners. Thank you for tuning in once again to the best podcast in all of higher education. That would be the award-winning Hashtag Getting, brought to you by... The award-winning, at least in my book. Well, we've won plenty of awards. We've won a lot of awards. A lot of awards. Office of Communications and Marketing for the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering, the best college of engineering in the world. Uh, It's official. We just got it. We just got the the notice. I think there was a presidential uh, declaration about (laughs) it. Ever. Yeah, the UN's taking it up, I think, uh, the next session. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so we're going to tell you all about the incredible things happening at the uh, best uh, college of engineering in the world ever. Uh, I am Jeremy Henderson, a communications specialist uh, for that college. And I'd say the best podcast host. Oh, well, probably ever. Back at your birthday, boy. You know, know, happy birthday. Over eat here. your heart out lying. Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Spotify hit us up. Yeah. Well, hey. I guess we are on there. Technically, well, yeah, right? we are. <laughs> Hey, it's not even a hundred mil though. Well, he's we'll a, settle right now. No, we shouldn't talk about. about a colleague like that. I mean, because he's all there, we're all there, right? <laughs> I guess he's a proprietor. Yeah, so uh, maybe they so. pay him money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, Austin Phillips over there, my uh, my co-host, forty-one uh, year old man. Mm, um, mm, getting old. How's that feel? <laughs> I feel every bit of it. I mean, you look even got too. the COVID from yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, forty one. Yeah, they had immunity. I went forty years without getting the COVID. I turned forty one. I didn't even last two days. Boom! It's it's over. Yeah. All downhill from hey, here. But healed up. Yeah. Healed up. Hey, we got another uh, uh, brovid in the COVID. Yeah, uh, over here, John Slusel Keys. Uh, I myself uh, have succumbed twice to the. Yeah, uh, I was about to say you are both two time survivors <laughs> to the uh, the virus. Yeah, it's a it's fun times here in uh, the uh, college. Uh, today, uh, uh, Umberto, this is a sanitary it? environment, by yeah, the way. <laughs> we are all antibodied up. No, we traced it to this this room, I think. I think that we it did. was the uh, best. It's best. It's, uh, today, joined by a very special guest. I don't know if he's, uh, you know, the COVID situation. I'm not going to ask. Uh, that's his <laughs> business. Umberto Saietti. Am I saying it correctly? Perfectly. Love it. What a great name. One of the best we've had. Umberto it Sayetti. really is. No, that's a good name. That's a rolls off the tongue. Sounds famous. Yep. Uh, and he is. It sounds sophisticated, And too. sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Sounds very Italian. Don't ask my dad to say it, because <laughs> it's not going to sound as good as the way y'all <laughs> From Florence, Alabama. <laughs> no. Uh, we uh, An assistant professor in aerospace engineering here for the college. And uh, can't thank you enough for joining us. Uh, you were one of the only you know brave enough to come. Uh, after our uh, little mini epidemic with, <laughs> with <laughs> our office. So uh, thanks a ton for joining us. How's life? Well, uh, life is amazing, guys. Thank you very much for, for having me. I'm, uh, it's a true honor for to be here for me. Oh, it's, it our, it's our honor. He had we got a lot lunches. of things to talk I about. I offered him some pretzels. Uh, he said he had already had two lunches today. 
Yeah, it was a lucky day today. A double lunch. Two How lunch day. Yeah. Of course, that's my every day. But <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it's always a good day We for call me. it first lunch and second. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Umberto, uh, I understand. I uh, We have a colleague named uh, Joe McAdory, or, uh, <laughs> and uh, he said that you get all of your jackets uh, at like Men's Warehouse or something like that in Columbus, Georgia, or something like that. Where where do you get where do you get the threads here? Oh, so I'm afraid that uh, I got these from Italy. Uh, Italy, yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little a little bit more thread count than the <laughs> men's warehouse. <laughs> you are you are literally a king. It's like are those are those Nikes? No, he, no, he these be, are Italian. He wanted to ask me about your threads. Oh, he, I see. I see. Said, Very impressed yeah. with the coat. Oh, yeah. thank you guys. But I, I'll definitely try out the the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> it said you uh. Uh, or Burlington, 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 yeah, a little fancier. <laughs> um, he also said you like grew up near the Kia plant or something down the road, or was it Lamborghini or Ferrari or something? That's right, that's right. I I grew up uh, very very close to the uh, Ferrari Formula One test track in Maranello, uh, close Ooh. to Modena, and that's part part of where uh, I got my uh, my passion for engineering. When my dad, when I was a kid, uh, used to take me to the Ferrari. Uh, to the to the test track during the tests to see the Formula Ones going around, and that's yeah, that's the reason I, I'm an engineer this day. Yeah, man, Ferrari. I know we could have had like posters of your like homeland, yeah. like in our in our bedrooms growing up. That's pretty uh, cool. I had the shuttle, but Lamborghini. Oh, you were yeah, shuttle. Shuttle. I was a shuttle it's guy. Pretty, you know? shuttle man. But it had Auburn. It was Auburn. It had the shuttle on. Auburn was on the shuttle. Yeah, it said. Well, I mean, it had Auburn at the top of the poster. Oh, and then it had oh, the shuttle. okay, rock and roll. We doing War the Eagle. Yeah. War Eagle. Well, so uh, helicopters. Mm-hmm. What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do they do? <laughs> I understand. I, I don't know. We're, I, you won. You just got something from the, the the army. Wants you to like something about the noise from helicopters. That's I mean, right. I mean, there's nothing a lot to it. What's going on? So uh, what what's going on is that you know. Uh, at the beginning, I wanted to do f- Formula One cars, in fact, and then I decided to complicate my life <laughs> and go into helicopters <laughs> because they're pretty complex because, you know, you, they, they move a lot and the aerodynamics is not easy and they produce a lot of noise. So definitely there are a lot of problems to, to investigate in helicopters and I, I, I've tried to investigate some of them. One of them, it's uh, how much noise they produce. And so since uh, we're gonna probably going to have air taxis over our heads in the next few years populating cities, one of the problems is that they're going to produce a lot of noise, especially because these air taxis are going to have rotors that are going to have frequencies that are particularly annoying to our ears. And so I'm trying to see if I can find ways of understanding the noise of helicopters and and compute it uh, fast enough uh, that we can use this information to tell the pilot how to avoid producing that much noise. Well, I I can, I mean, just say the applications to it from uh the bin laden raid you know i mean think about when the um seal team goes in helicopters it was a pair of helicopters and they already have some of this technology you know that reduces that noise so where there are some of those helicopters are very quiet i mean because again like you your great impression a minute ago we weren't going into you know bada bada that's going maybe maybe tipped us off a little bit conspiracy theory you ever seen that movie? The black helicopters? Are those things actually real? The silent ones? Or is that uh, just a movie? 
Oh, we can't talk about it. Sworn to Umberto. The uh, well, so you're talking about is it is it is it an issue related to actually like the piloting techniques or the the way the rotors are are designed or made? Like what's I mean, some all combination the of both. I, I think it's a combination of uh, of all the above, uh, but um, my research pertains more how we fly the helicopter in order to make it more quiet. Let's huh. say. Uh, so we're trying to investigate, you know, how to first predict the noise and then how to give cues to the pilot in order for him to be more aware of the noise that, it, that it's producing. So maybe you can find a way to fly the aircraft in, in a more gentle manner or in a more gentle fashion uh, such that to produce less noise. And so we're, we're, we're mostly looking at that. And uh, as part of this effort, we're also going to have some pilots come in from the Army and we're going to have them fly the simulators that I'm building here at Auburn and see if uh, whatever we come up with actually works. Whoa, simulators. Uh, uh, great segue. I got to know about these simulators now. What are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about something pretty cool, actually. I'm very proud of them. So they're uh, two motion-based virtual reality simulators uh, that have just been delivered here, uh, and they're currently being built, and they're in the basement uh, of Brown Copal. And we Whoa. just had our first test the other day. Now, are we talking about underneath the Gavin Garden? That's in right. The, in the wind tunnel? That's right. Okay. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. That's right. And, uh, yeah. And I, I, I would be happy to have you guys try them one of these days. Is it like 50 cents or a dollar? Or like, <laughs> yeah. what, what are we talking here? That sounds like a pretty fun uh yeah, pretty if fun you game. catch Jeremy standing outside the door of the wind tunnel and he has tickets in his hand, <laughs> stop him immediately. We're not making money off this thing. Man, that's a, that's pretty cool. We, well, and again, what what I love about it is utilizing the space. You know, a lot of people uh, see Brown Copal. You see it from the outside. You can see it from the backside and see into the makerspace of what's going on. But underneath the Gavin Garden, which is the largest rooftop garden in the state of Alabama, right? I mean, we have thousands and thousands of square feet that's built up underneath there. Uh, we have a wind tunnel, you know, that for this reason, for us to build that laboratory out. So to see us have things like this in there now. Amazing. Amazing. And then another great little just, you know, record for the Gavin Garden to, to hold. Largest, also the only one, you know, housing two virtual reality helicopter simulators. That's it. There I mean, definitely is nobody. That's no some, other rooftop you garden. You put that in the trophy that. case right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so. Well, yeah, uh, when are these things, when are we, yeah. we going to have these things set up, ready to go, and bringing these people in? Oh, so uh, I think the simulators are going to be ready to go in maybe a month or so. Okay. And then uh, we, we'll first have to develop some some of the theory first. Uh, so it's probably going to be another year or so before we're going to have pilots in. Uh, but things are going to go pretty fast. So I, I can't wait to have the pilots in next well, when, year. When we, first, when you get them up and running, make sure you call us because we want to do a video on this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then once we can bring the, bring the folks in, I, we want to do it again. <laughs> I want to see that. You ever been in a helicopter? I have been, and I was scared. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you couldn't Very get scared. me in one. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I'll get in the simulator. The <laughs> like, this thing is loud. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Can somebody turn I'm these blades down? <laughs> dedicate my life to this. <laughs> yeah, I know. That seems, I don't know, they kind of scare me. <laughs> Airwolf, I, did you ever watch that show? Oh, that was amazing, yes. Absolutely. Oh, you watched Airwolf? Yes, yes, yes. How young are you? Uh, I'm 30. Just turned 30. 30. Well, mm. must yes. have been old. Boy, to be 30. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, I want to know the how, Umberto yeah. story. Yeah, how'd you too. get here? Yeah, I mean. From Italy to Auburn. Oh, so, well, um, 
I, it was, I, I was an exchange student uh, down in Texas uh, during high school. Okay, so I did my my twelfth grade part of my twelfth grade down there. And so I what, always. What made you decide you wanted to do the exchange program like that? Oh, because like in Italy we have a lot of American TV shows, uh, and so when I was growing up, we had with a few of them like Dukes of Hazard or like The OC yes. or you know Baywatch, <laughs> that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, there we go now. <laughs> now we're talking. Notice the Woo! theme, Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like there's Daisy Duke, Pamela <laughs> Anderson. Yeah. Well, you're welcome, helicopter <laughs> research. <Yeah. laughs> Sheesh. I can't wait for the intro to this one. Yeah. <laughs> Just a good old engineer. <laughs> All right, so we're going. We're, Are in, we we're on? in South mm. Texas. Right, so we're in Texas. I wish I had a more romantic motivation for going there, but those were my <laughs> motivations back then. That's Dallas. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then I loved it. And so I, I, I made it a point to come back to the U.S. as soon as I could. And so I did my, my bachelor's in Italy, and then I came for my master's. And I, uh, da- back in my bachelor's, I was working on, on missiles and, and rockets. In fact, uh, along with my colleagues in a, uh, in a student, uh, in a student uh, organization at Polytechnic University of Milan, we, uh, we launched and fabricated the first Italian-made rocket uh, back in Italy. And after that, I wanted to come here and do uh, rocket and missiles. But of course, now being a, a U.S. citizen doesn't help for, for doing missiles. So my advisor said, you know, maybe it's a better idea if you work on helicopters. And that's what I did. And I, I learned to love them and they became a very good part of my life. Uh, where did you do your graduate work? Oh, uh, most of my graduate work was at, at Penn State. Okay. I did my master's and PhD and then uh, I did my postdoc at Georgia Tech. So not, not far from here. Mm. And, then, yeah. and then I came a little bit more south and I ended up here. God's country. Every uh, European exchange student when I was in high school pretty much only came to like kick the football barefoot. Like that's all. See, so we didn't even have soccer at UTEP, did so you, that wasn't a problem. But most well, no, of, most well, of ours were um, most of ours were Spanish. I want to say from Spain. We had French and German. We did have a we did have French, but yeah. I don't think we had any Italian stuff. Any um, American exchange students over there? Um, no, no, not that they're cool. No, no, uh, it's not very popular. Well, as so an initiative in Italy. Where, how was not your Eng- how was your English when you came over here in high school? Oh, well, it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it still is terrible, but a little bit less than it used to be when I was in Texas. <laughs> but I came back from Texas with a, with a bit of a Texan accent. When yeah. I, when you got I, the when y'all I, down, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and so, like, my, my, my high school teacher, she, she wanted me to read out, uh, you know, like, whatever literature we were going through in high school. Uh, and so she made me read for the first time. And after, after she realized... I had a Texan accent. She d- never made me read ever again, which was <laughs> a blessing for me. <laughs> well, uh, what was it, you know, when you're applying for faculty positions, uh, what was it about Auburn that sold Auburn to you? Well, like it's, uh, it's, it's an amazing place to be in. The climate is very similar to my hometown in Italy. Yeah. Uh, that was a big part of it. Uh, but uh, to be honest, it's just a great school. And th- th- my department had... Uh, played a big role in it because he's just such an amazing guy. He, he is building such an amazing program with a lot of new faculty members, which are more or less all of my age. So they're full of enthusiasm and they're keen on collaborating. And it just made it a perfect place to be at uh, to start one's career. Love it. Brian's awesome. He, Brian was on the show. Oh, yeah. As well. yeah oh, we yeah. had Brian on there. early. Yeah. He's running a very uh, thorough but um, program over there, there. Yeah. so you can uh-huh. get puns. Right? I know there's all yeah, of them. puns. That, what's a good Italian pun? Oh man, you, you you catch me off guard here. 
Um, I'd have to think about that. Do you, uh, I mean, do you have, have any of the folks in the family visited you over here? Oh, absolutely. I got, I had uh, my mother and father, they came to see uh, my lab and my office back in Thanksgiving. We cooked a turkey for the first time. Oh, right. Which was, it was a bit of a challenge, I have to say. Yes. <laughs> now, in the, the oven or did you fry it or how did you cook the turkey? Oh, no, we went, uh, we, we, we made it in the oven. Okay. This time okay. around. Yeah. yeah. Um, you need to try the deep fried turkey. Oh, that's going to be next year, oh, for sure. That's the best. <laughs> and you have to inject it. Oh. Inject it with all the spices. Oh, it's the juiciest meat. Oh, oh you, so you, la- you left to teach me. You left to tell oh, me that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll show you. I'll Y'all should have gone to the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> when you're there, you're family. <laughs> when you see, when you taste Italian food here, do you just go, ugh? Or, or uh, what's your impression of Italian food here? Or our version of Italian food? No, here? it's it's not bad. It's uh, it's uh, I would say it's it's just a different take. I love I love to see how it's uh, how different interpretations of Italian food uh, are around here. I I actually like to experiment it. Yeah, I, I went to uh, Switzerland in grad school, and we went to uh, Lake Geneva, so we're right there on the border, and it, it's very Mediterranean and very you know a lot of Italian stuff there. And again, when I was eating, I was like, this is nothing like what we call Italian food. It's just mm. hearty meats, tomato sauces, and they had none of that. It was very pasta, and I wouldn't say bland because it was very tasteful, but it just. Yeah. It, it didn't look like the spaghetti that uh, like Chef Boyardee, Chef Boyardee makes. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, do they have American pizza chains in Italy? Um, I I don't think they have them in Italy, but they do have them in Northern Europe. I think like they may have Domino's and and some chains like that. But then again, that pizza is very good. I love Domino's. Yeah. See, <laughs> I swear that as I when I was a kid, I read on some little trivia thing on a Pizza Hut little paper menu that pizza had actually been invented in America, and I took that into so many conversations. And I think it's is that what Pizza Hut's been selling? I think, I think it's just total nonsense. And yeah, probably so. Yeah, probably so. Hey, I, I, when I went to Colombia, they had Pizza Hut there, and they don't put uh, tomato sauce on it. Ugh. I know. It's weird. In England, they weird. put corn on pizza. Have you ever yeah. heard of that? <laughs> that that D Ford, she's, she's awful. She's, she's worse. Something. Well, so um, the you, you talked about the the uh, what, what would we call them? The taxis. The the air taxis. The, the thing. Yeah. I mean, is this really happening, or is this just some sort of weekly reader? You know, futuristic well, and, prediction. And you were talking thing? about I mean, that. These are really going to And, and you know, all, everything I see, you see the Amazon, um, Google. You've seen some of their renderings. A lot of them look more like drones, though. Mm-hmm. Um, would that in and of itself take down on some of the noise? Or, But again, you know, you still hear the drones now, and I'm just thinking if they're bigger, it's it's probably going to be more. How, you know, I, I know one big blade on a helicopter, but here you're going to have, you know, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how, you know, how do we keep the noise down on those? Right. So it's it's actually counterintuitive, but like those drones uh, result in being more annoying to the humans here. Uh, rather than big helicopters, just because the frequencies produced by those smaller rotors, those are the frequencies uh, to which the ear is more sensitive. And so they, they actually result in being more annoying. In fact, uh, the noise that is produced by the tail rotor of a helicopter, sometimes it's more annoying uh, to the human ear rather than the big uh, ro- main rotor, right? And so uh, keeping the noise down is definitely not going to be easy, but you can you can do something whenever you have uh, the so-called redundant control surfaces. And uh, I will explain what I mean. So basically, if you have multiple rotors 
uh, or a more, let's say, um, means of controlling a helicopter rather than just the rotor. If you have additional aerodynamic surfaces such as wings or moving uh, horizontal or vertical tails, then you can actually do something because you can fly the helicopter, helicopter in a different manner than you would if you didn't have those surfaces like normal helicopters. And so you can direct the noise uh, in different ways. Uh, and so uh, you can avoid directing it, for example, to the ground or you can use the rotor less such that um, such that it produces less noise. So there is something That's there is awesome. something that you can do. That's awesome. That is awesome. Would never thought about that. I don't know. It's going to take me a little while to get up in one of those things. Could be a weight limit issue. <laughs> well, these are not like the drones Marcus has. we're not just. They're not going to lower a hook and say, well, "Put it I on see your belt." Every time I'm on some <laughs> tech blog, little Twitter account, or something, you see these little manned vehicles. This is going to be the new thing flying over. You know, not uh, Abu Dhabi or you know, or, or, what's the I'm big just, city? No, just like now, I'm just picturing this thing trying to get you up, and it just go and about ten feet off the ground. Umberto, would you shut this thing up? I can't do it. I can see Umberto. It's not the blades; it's dragging the ground. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the blades. Yeah, the blades are not oh, the problem, Jerry. Oh, it's the God. drag. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just trying to wonder if, you know, this is one of these things that, I mean, you believe this is coming. Like oh, 10 years? Yeah. I mean, am I going to be hopping over to Chick fil A? <laughs> <laughs> I can see this. In a, yeah, the helicopter. It's Jeremy, a, what are you waiting on? <laughs> uh, my Uber Air. <laughs> yeah. It's across the street. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. I think it's going to be something like that. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's I mean, a, we're, I, we're, again, just on this campus, we already have people going around on um, skateboards that they're controlling with their hand. Those people are the <laughs> no, worst. And then the razor thing. So we've already got people exactly. taking the lazy way out. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> what do you do for fun, Umberto? Have you had? I mean, have you found your? You know, your folks here, your people. Or are oh. you just stuck in the lab? Are you just stuck on campus? Oh, I like to have my fun outside of my of my work. Uh, uh, I, I like to play tennis a lot. That's my. Ooh. That's one of my. I, I'm in. I'm in a typical Italian because I don't like soft, soccer that much. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, fit so right in America. America. <laughs> <laughs> it's also easier to get along with the Europeans if you don't like soccer because there is less competition right <laughs> yeah, going on. But uh, I like. I like playing tennis a lot, and I'm very passionate about Formula One, especially of Ferrari, because of oh, course yeah. you know I, I, I grew up there, and so I think that's also part of the reason that my department had chose me as an assistant professor because I believe Dr. Thoreau is also passionate about formula one mm. even though not of ferrari so it's you know it's, we got some 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 conflicts there have you gotten but, to go to uh the barber motorsports track indeed yes i have yeah yes i have i have been there and i and they have a wonderful motorcycle uh, motorcycling museum and the the only thing i didn't like and i i want to tell them that they didn't have a motorbike of valentino rossi the italian the italian MotoGP rider and i think they should they really should have to put it as a cherry on top of the museum but the museum is just insane I, gene I hallman if so you're much. listening let's get that done mm. before, <laughs> before we go for all of our listeners who may be thinking of taking a trip to italy mm -hmm. what's a must do thing because i think this is our first italian Oh yeah, Umberto's got to yep. be our first yeah, italian it's definitely our first italian so so what what should we look for what what, what do we need to know Guys, I'll tell you one thing that I did with my girlfriend when I was there, and it was going to Tuscany and renting out a Vespa and just go to the Valley of Chianti and ride from one hill to another, and every hill has got a little town that produces its own wine. <laughs>
Oh my god! And that's going to be an amazing experience. I felt like a tourist in my own country. Oh, so the I would Valley of Keontae. That. We just we just can't let Marcus do it because he'd get pulled over at no. the first stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he would. We so we um, our producer director he went with Dr. Michael Zabala uh, for one of their trips for the biomechanics and arts, uh, and yeah, he got pulled over on one of the Vespas like about five feet. So <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's uh, he's done a lot of uh, you know engineering stuff back in the day. Awesome so. Ninja Turtle, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, great stuff, man. I still want to talk more about uh, the American TV shows you were into because uh, yeah, I'm going to need some some good material for the introduction here. <laughs> but I'm thinking think. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> could be good though. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, well, Umberto, I can't wait for yeah. uh, to get over there for these simulators. And uh, this Again, is going to be awesome. Like I said, if you see him outside the wind tunnel <laughs> and he's charging people to come in, <laughs> stop him. Damn. Report him to Tammy Walker at HR immediately. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's going to be great. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're glad to have you. You're a good. You're, when, when did you come? When did you get here? I got here in June. In June. See, mm, already long. just. Yeah, be, uh, yeah, getting just, grants in, mm-hmm. getting work done. Mm-hmm. That's what these assistant professors Taking are names. bringing. They're bringing so many the of these table. people are so just lazy <laughs> and just, you know, the inertia. You re- do you resemble that remark? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so it's glad to see somebody actually doing some stuff and, <laughs> and taking flight. So that's uh, it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Thank you so much. And uh, congrats on everything. Congrats yep. on the uh, the Army stuff. Yep. War Eagle. War Eagle. Oh, War say Eagle. it for us in Italian. War Eagle. Uh, Aquila di Guerra. Love ah, it. Works for me. Oh, I did that. That's what I put on Twitter the other day. Because uh, the, the girl in the Google Translate said it. So you say it again. Aquila di Guerra? Yeah. Yep. That's what <laughs> I said. Oh, hold on, hold on. Aquila di Guerra.